So you've all turned up at Café Sophie. Katorian has just arrived back from his clinic in the Swiss Alps, where he's been recuperating. This is what happens when he goes on vacation. Can it possibly be at the Bonobo? I want to transfer <laughs> okay. my main base of operations. Sophie will be the secondary thing, and the Bonobo is my big thing. Okay, you're now at the Bonobo, which is... There's always something a bit eerie, I think, and a bit kind of, I don't know, depressing about being in a club that's empty. Yeah. <laughs> well, there's you know, cooks and stuff like that and cleaners and... Yeah, like an after-hours club just always feels really depressing to me. But anyway, that's yeah, where yeah. you are. That's where you are. Maybe you're in, like, the balcony. You know, there's a balcony. Maybe you're in the upstairs room. And I have one that looks over everything because I don't want to be surprised by anything. But it's a tight space. I had a booth built for myself. You know, it offers a good view, but the thing is, is it's got a bulletproof glass on one side <laughs> and it's very tight. Like there's not that much more. So I can feel all the sides in the thing because my agoraphobia, if I'm going to look out over the floor, I want to be able to feel solidity all around me. Of so, course, of course. Yes. Wonderful. So does anyone want to maybe in character tell, give Katorian the kind of fill him in on, on what happened? Does anyone feel confident they know they can remember enough? It would be normal for Eckhart to come because you do drive and do our jobs for me. Mm. I, I'm not sure if Henry remembers everything, though. So maybe, Daniel, do you, do you want to? Well, does the Bonneville have dancers and stuff? Yes, which you can work at there if you want to. I didn't think you wanted to. Uh, no thanks. However, you... I am very wet, so I'm hoping there's some kind of robes or changing area. You won't like it. Yeah. So I would actually come into this place with Max in tow, right? Because Max was with me. And I would just be like soaking wet in my, my beautiful gown. And uh, I'll come in and I'll, and I'll say, where is the dressing room? Now, well, hold on. You can... Before you respond, okay. you haven't seen her for years. And you also think I'm dead. Oh, yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> Also, I'd probably be with them, right? Yeah, you know, you're all together. You're all together. Yeah. So, Katryan, you see your friends come in, and then you are shocked to see, bringing up the rear, is Max, who you thought was dead for all these years. So maybe you're a bit freaked out by that. Mm. I was perturbed to see the gang together, because that usually means no good is being up to. <laughs> but, yeah, no, to see Max at this point... I'm probably about to call my psychoanalyst and <laughs> because I have a I have a phone brought out to me whenever I want and then I call him I have I call him up all the time. I probably piss him off, but you know, I, I call him up all the time and with the the vague, you know, threat that if he doesn't help me out I'm and I'm generous, I give him a lot of money, but if it, but if he doesn't help me out, you know, I know where he lives. <laughs> so does anyone want to fill in uh, Katorian's looking at you with this a gorp, really. Yes, so, so I'll say, uh, what is going on with Berlin? What is happening with this? People are rude. There's women in, in, in need of help. Look at how wet I am. <laughs> Sounds like Berlin. I just show uh, Anne-Marie to the, like, the back room where there's changing rooms. Where the cabaret dancers change. What happened to that woman, that woman that was getting pushed through the crowd? It's complicated. There was a woman. She bumped into Max. She seemed like someone was chasing her. And then she dropped this folio. And I think you better just look at it. Well, you might want to warn him. You hear from behind the... My wet clothes are flopping over the... <laughs> the dressing, oh, yeah. But... Yeah, before you do, maybe you should sit down. So they put down the this manila folder on the on the table where you're sitting. And you uh, perhaps, perhaps a little bit cautiously open it up. Max goes and um, I assume he's got a bottle of scotch or something somewhere. 
Yeah. And he's going to pour a few glasses for everyone. <laughs> Definitely one for himself. Yeah. So perhaps they show them to you in order, perhaps saving the best for last. And the first thing you see is a, a photograph, uh, a glossy headshot, really, of, of an actress, of a famous actress that you know, or maybe not personally, but Katorian, you, you've heard of her, everyone's heard of her. Her name is Agnes Esterhazy, and she's emigre from, from Hungary, and she's pretty famous in the Berlin movie scene. And, and what the others didn't realise, as you flip it over, you see the, the writing on the back, the dedication is to Count von Hellendorf, and none of them knew who Count von Hellendorf was, but you do because of your connections. You know that Count von Hellendorf is a pretty senior figure, very active in the right-wing politics here in Berlin. He's definitely uh, he's definitely high-ranking in the in NSDAP. Mm-hmm. It's politics, but right, pretty interesting. Right. What, what, why that would be there in this portfolio? None of you know what on earth the connection is between any of these pieces, but you keep going through them. I'll prompt you here, Varin, because in case you forgot, the calling card, the uh, business, uh, the calling card is, is the one from Alistair Crowley. Yeah? Yes, so, I, I recall, I say, look, I don't ask me how I remember, but when I was on set with Alvin Grau, he mentioned, he kept mentioning these initials AA, and uh, all I remember is that it was some sort of organization headed by Alistair Crowley. It was the Argentum Astrum, Silver Star. Yeah. Yeah. It was a cult, a spiritual organization founded by Alistair Crowley. And then as you're flipping it over, Max, you realize that there was something, maybe in the, it wasn't very well lit early, you saw there's some fading pencil on the back writing, and it says, maybe able to help, question mark, written on the back of the calling card. There's also a postcard showing a very familiar site, a tower, and that tower is the Kaiser Wilhelm Turm. A very famous tower. It just seems like a pretty standard tourist postcard of the tower. So maybe it doesn't mean anything, but it probably does. And then there is that newspaper clipping from four years ago, Murder in the Library. And then the other thing is a film strip about six inches long. It's not long enough to show any action because obviously it's just six frames, but it is clearly of Agnes Esterhazy, this film strip. So Max recognized the movie and it's from The Student of Prague, a 1926 film directed by Henrik Galin and starring Esterhazy alongside the very famous Konrad Veit and Werner Krauss. It was also released under, under the title The Man Who Cheated Life, concerning a man who sells his soul to the devil for material wealth hmm. and is then confronted with an evil mirror reflection of himself. Final thing they show you. <laughs> Maybe everything else is like curious, but this one freaks you out. So when you see it, your brain is a little bit, it's just go start spinning it's like what is this it's a picture of the five of you right which on its own wouldn't be anything strange but you're in a setting that you don't recognize and you're standing next to people that you've never met and a couple of them you recognize but you've definitely never met them one of them is the famous cabaret singer margot leon or lion margot lion leon the other person standing next to this malevolent looking black poodle (laughs) on his knees with a bull gag in his mouth uh-huh. <laughs> and, a, and a dog collar on a chain is your old pal, Inspector Krieg, <laughs> who oh. you never encountered him in any of our games, but you definitely have come into contact with him. And you're like, what the fuck? He's on his knees. He's in our presence in with a ball gag and a, a dog collar. And he's kneeling in front of you. That's a bit disconcerting. <laughs> Did you show him the picture? <laughs> and there's another man that you 
don't recognize. There's Hellendorf. One of the men in the picture is definitely Hellendorf. You recognize him. There's another man in there that you don't recognize, that none of you recognize. And you're going to have to make a sanity roll for seeing that because you have never been in a room with any of these people before. And here's a photograph of you standing next to them. So please make me a sanity roll. Making sanity rolls before we even really begin. (laughs) (laughs) But you're okay. I think we're all caught up. So you're all sitting there in the Bonobo looking at these. Well, basically, it's like the mother of all info dumps. (laughs) Yes. Look, I've been avoiding the question, but I think I expect you're all wondering probably thought i was dead yeah yes that would be the question that we were all thinking so did i i mean the last thing i remember was falling and being ripped to shreds but then i woke up and you remember the doll maker yes and you balthazar belshazzar you remember that young girl we met yes i remember Who, who's conveniently disappeared from the story <laughs> <laughs> maybe not we can bring her back. well well i'm i don't know exactly what happened or even what I am, but and I guess I, I just sort of pull back my shirt, and just knock on my chest. Do I make a porcelain type sound? Because I do. So here's I think is the weird thing is that obviously you can crack, <laughs> as you know, but you are still flexible. It's something in between. I, I I don't know. I got really badly injured in my arm last time, and he had to fix me up. Right? I imagine maybe there's some, maybe I have some like cracks rather some than... like crazing, like it's crazed and there's like some cement or something. I pull it back and I sort of show it to everyone and I say I, I feel that I'm the same I mean I remember everything the same but I, I'm not sure. I wouldn't make a habit of letting anyone see that ever. You are the, the first people to know and I, I sit I kind of sit back down just exhausted by getting that off my chest and, and immediately pour myself another drink I also pour myself <laughs> another drink <laughs> I would pour myself a drink except I have a feeling that I may have to drive. As Max is telling you this and about the connection with Belshazzar triggers something in your mind. The, the stories over the, of the last three years about this mysterious figure, the Golem of Berlin, because you you were the one that understood the the whole Golem story and Belshazzar's connection, and you know about this mythical figure who's been going around writing wrongs. Yeah, I, I don't think you know you know Enbury's always been close to Max, but the rest of the group is kind of fringe friends for her, so I don't think she'd say anything publicly. She's probably got her drink and she's kind of stepped back away a little bit. She's a little freaked out by the realization. I mean, clearly she saw Max and and was happy to see him alive, but she knew there had to be something, you know, you want to believe that he just was fine. But clearly this is the, the shocker to her. So she's kind of staying back and she, she kind of narrows her eyes a little bit and, and thinks to, uh, to have a conversation with him privately about it. But, uh, you know, Katorian's a little bit of a criminal. A little bit. Yeah, and she doesn't know exactly Not what's happening. Only a little bit. Only a little bit. I'm mostly a businessman. I mean, because she's pretty much fresh back in Berlin, so she's not exactly sure where everybody's, you know, long-term allegiances lie, and she doesn't want to put Max in uh, jeopardy, so she won't say anything now, but she'll kind of pocket that. Mm-hmm. Okay, so you have all this material laid out in front of you. The the other significant thing, of course, was this rather frantic and scared-looking blonde woman who, who dropped all of this material and then went running. She was not dressed for the weather. She looked like she was being hunted. Safina, have you told us about what happened to you? Oh, about the cat situation? Yeah, I, I told you all about my uh, cat chase. Yes. So so then Katorian... It's the fitting other... for a street rat it is chased by a cat. <laughs> and when I was listening back to the early episodes, you were referred to as an alley cat. You referred times. to yourself? Well, <laughs> you... yeah, in that last episode. You, when we were all sort of changed in the mirror. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I think I might have used a similar thing descriptor at one point. You did. You definitely did. So the other thing, Catherine, that Safina told you, which is the freakiest bit of everything that you've heard tonight, she got separated from the group in the in the chaos after the street riot, and she was being stalked through the fog by something, and then she was attacked by this large cat that had humanoid features. And the thing chased her through the alleyways, and she only just managed to escape. But it was a terrifying experience for her. This thing was... She out-alley-catted it. Mm. <laughs> she was, like, better at jumping over things yeah. and slipping through small spaces than it, and outpaced it through an alley. I want to believe that... I want to believe that Eckhart would have would have editorialized it like that, too. Kind of, because that's pretty much a character. <laughs> The other little detail around that was that she definitely yeah. got the sense that she was being stalked specifically. It wasn't some random violence. This was something sent or with intent to, to get her. So with all that horrible information and insight, what's your next move? I think you all need a rest probably to gather your senses. A photo like this could be doctored, Max, right? You know about the that kind of thing? That could be a, a fake photo, maybe to uh, blackmail somebody, like that uh, police investigator, since he seems to be in an awkward position. I mean, anything's possible. I I don't know. I, uh, this is not really my forte. Mm -hmm. uh, this sort me... of thing has happened before, but to be honest, I don't know how to look for clues that, that it's been done. I asked to take another look at the photo. Mm -hmm. Can I examine the photo to see if I can yeah. I was just looking at your character sheet to see whether you had any film-related skills that you don't. <laughs> no, I, I built the stages and jumped off things. But, but of course, you must. You will know people that know about this sort of thing, but you don't. You couldn't tell. This is all too much coincidence for me. And couldn't we find out if he's being blackmailed? She kind of looks at Katori. <laughs> a couple things here that look like they might be in your wheelhouse. Well, there are a lot of people. <laughs> Inspector Krieg has many enemies. Here's the thing you know, just to remind you. He's one of the ones that wasn't on the books. He was not on the on the payroll. He wasn't he was one of the ones you couldn't bribe and Oh, he wasn't on the take. Oh, he was okay. on the take, yeah. That's what I'm saying though, is he has many enemies of lots of people that would like to have leverage over him some way or another and if someone wanted to have leverage over him, it would follow that someone would do this because the man is frustratingly uncorruptible. Well, aren't there places in Berlin that you go for this kind of thing? Yes, there are. Are you asking me to take you to them? Well, I'm thinking that might be a place to, to see if it's true. I'm a bit of an actress myself now. Do you know any uh, anyone you trust who works with photographs? Maybe we can take these faces and blow them up, these other people take them around to such places rather than show the whole photograph show uh enlargements of the uh these people we don't know i open up my book and i say as a matter of fact there is one uh, make a credit rating roll and you've passed yeah you know someone oh, almost a hard success doesn't matter you know someone that you trust who's very discreet that will be able to look at any photographic or film material and, and tell you about it you can also tell us if it's doctored yeah herr wolfgang schmidt Let's go. Let's go see the uh, the atelier of Mr. Wolfgang Schmidt. That's basically the equivalent of John Smith, isn't it? <laughs> yes, that's literally the most. It is actually. Well, no, Johann Schmidt. Johann Schmidt. I know, but like for, for like predictable German. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. There was a Johann Hall, who was the 
a propaganda photographer in World War II. That oh, might God. Be. <laughs> Early days. Johannes Hall. Yeah, maybe that's who you go to. So that's one, one avenue to look at. Do, do others want to follow up on any of the other leads or clues? I mean, obviously, they're very they're tenuous at best, but you could certainly find out where Alistair Crowley was living um, if you needed to. You, what you about know, the actress? People in the, I... in the spheres. Um, the actress, Esther Hazy. Um, yeah, I suppose you could try and yeah, track, her, try down and track well. her down as well. Absolutely. And in the photo, so there's Margot Leon, the cabaret dancer. You know, you may not know her, Anne-Marie, but you certainly know of her and would know where she resides. There's only one person in that photo that none of you recognise. Katorian, you recognise Krieg. Everyone recognises Krieg. Krieg and Inspector Krieg and, and this Count Hellendorf and Margot Leon. And then there's the five of you. And then there's this other mystery man who you don't, none of you recognise. Yeah. I mean, obviously there's the, the Grunewald, the Wilhelm, the, the tower in the Grunewald. If we're saying Katorian and Max or going to the to look into the, uh, the photograph. What about the rest of you? Do you want to go along? Do you want to f follow something else? I mean, I'd probably go to maybe go see the singer, at least the show, somebody want to come with. Yeah. And and I insist on lunch first. Well, it, it's, it, oh, it's the meatballs. middle of the night. <laughs> it is the no middle of the meatballs. night. Free meatballs. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. But but my this establishment does not serve any meatballs nor any sausage. It's purely filet mignon. What the hell kind of place is this? <laughs> it's steak. steak and fish. Oh. <laughs> well, that Fancy. sounds fine. I, I would want to go back to my rooms before we do anything. Not that I don't appreciate these clothes. Okay, so let, let's let's wind forward then to the next day once you've had a rest. The next day dawns. It's the second of January, which is always a bleak time of year. It's like Everything seems so far off, the warmth of the summer, the Christmas is long gone. Uh, all you've got to look forward to is the long, harsh Berlin winter. And yeah, so Max and, well, I think you all are going to head off to your, you head off to your man, Johann Hals. Uh, you take the dossier with you and you go into his, his little workshop, his, his, his little photography shop. At this point in his life, he's just a, a, a local community photographer doing um, weddings, taking photographs of, of babies wearing, wearing cute little outfits. His great, his years of, uh, of of documenting the rise of the Third Reich are yet to come. <laughs> but does he have any party memorabilia around the studio? What's the year? I, I don't think there would have been any what, memorabilia. What's the year? Well, I mean, but swastikas and stuff. Oh, I see. Then. I see. Uh, no, he's no. joining the Nazi Party this year. Maybe he's got a Nazi party brochure just in open on his desk. So. You know. <laughs> he hasn't joined Sorry. it yet on the 2nd of Jan. All right, so you come in and he says, Oh, Herr Katorian, oh, you would like a group shot? He says, looking at you. So we come in and I'm the last one in. Yeah. And I like make sure there's no one else in the shop. And if there is, I'm going to like hustle them out. Okay. Do you sort of close the door and put the closed sign and look. Yeah, 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 exactly, exactly. Johan looks up with a slight air of panic. He says, uh, is uh, everything um, okay, Mr. Katorian? Well, the first, do two things. Well, first, I pull out the manila envelope, mm -hmm. and I also pull out my wallet with some Deutschmarks. Okay. Ah, a job that we keep discreet, yeah? You read my mind. Very well, very well. Yes. Something you want changed, something you want to alter create i would like you to take a look at a photograph and tell me if you believe if there has been any photographic tricks involved in the making or if or if you believe it was real oh yes and so i pull it out and i 
put it but before I do I stop and say this matter is of the utmost discretion and I tantalizingly you know slip him a I don't know what big a bill but a a, a, <laughs> a bill that I would know enough is is tantalizing to a guy like this ich verstehe. Okay. I figured you would understand. So I lay the the photograph out and I say, you know, note the police inspector. One eyebrow goes up. Just one <laughs> as he's looking down at it. He goes, "Oh, nice composition." Ah, you are here with your friends having a nice evening of amusement with some other friends. Yeah? Yes. Well, except here's the problem. None of us were present together when this photograph was made, and I have never been in the presence of the police commissioner without his clothes on. Nor have I. Entschuldigen Sie bitte? What the... Uh, exactly what I said. I have never, none of us, I for certain have never been in the presence of the police commissioner without his clothes on. And if I had, you can bet that he would be, that he would be taking my phone calls. This is not important. Yes, it is. This, what is important is the questions we have about the photograph and nothing more. Jawohl, jawohl. No, of, of course, of course. So you are saying this, this is a fake. That is what you, you are. I would me. like you to tell me if, if this could be faked. Let me let me examine it carefully. And he bends down, pulls open a drawer, and pulls out one of those little eyepiece magnifying glasses. A loop, yeah. Anyway, he pulls out a loop, if that's what it's called, um, holds it to his eye, squints, and he picks up the the photograph and he looks at it really carefully. He holds it, gets it close as close as he can. Maybe turns his head a bit to catch a bit more light. He says, uh, "No, no." I don't think so. No, no, no. no this, this photograph has not been altered, Ecotorium. Uh, you can see the lines are very clear. There is no blurring or dodging between the individual uh, people in the, in the frame. No, no, no. This, is a, this was taken uh, with a, a single shot. No superimposition, nothing like this. How am I doing, Daniel? Am I... Am I doing That's right, pretty good. Right, pretty good. I like him. It is. You can see it is. All the tones are very consistent across the frames. There is no chemical burn anywhere. This was taken. You must be for, forgetful or something. Maybe it was taken a long time ago. Huh? Perhaps you forget. Huh? The other thing we need is. Uh, can you make a uh, reproduction of this? Oh, of course. One complete copy, and one uh, of uh, this man's face. Oh, okay. So you 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 want a copy, uh, her, uh, her, uh, um, uh, shield? Yes, I I can make you a copy. No problem. And an enlargement of this man's face. This man, this man here. Why don't you make a luck roll? Um, I can't. I assume you're talking about the mystery man. Yeah. He says, "Oh, this man. Yeah. You mean Hanusen? You know it? Ah, uh, yes. I I have come across him. I I I thought you would know him. No. He hosts these sort of parties. You know." Probably misplaced his calling card. Maybe so. Maybe so. Uh, well, but how... Do you know where we can find I, him? You, uh, I don't understand. You must know him if you were with him in this party, no? Just answer the question. Okay, look, I, no, I don't know where he lives. I just know he's kind of goes around in the scene. Let me ask a few people there. You know, this scene where people like to put on these collars and see, you know. That sort of thing. You seem to like it too, uh, by this photo, no? Uh, Let's not get into it. <laughs> well, okay. 
whatever. We'll be discreet. I will discreetly ask around to find where this Hanusen man is. And he says, but, but. Uh, I'm just going to put her hand on her shoulder and say, he doesn't seem very discreet. He just told us that guy's name. Yeah, I don't think we're going to have you make a copy, actually. <laughs> Let's take this thing and get the hell he out says, of here. He says, oh, but wait, wait, wait. He gives it a sniff. He says, he says, a funny, interesting smell. He says, but, um, no, it wouldn't. It smell wouldn't like money this. to you? Do you have the negative? No. No, it's just mm-hmm. the front, right? And a film strip of that film, yeah, which I don't mention. Well, I don't think that film strip's from that film, anyways. That, that film strip's from the movie. Yeah, yes. from the movie. I That's can, what I said. That I smell like, something yeah. interesting from a neg, but it would be on the negative, not on this. <laughs> Some Something odd. Like? Like, well, it is not the typical... Well, we have certain chemicals we use to develop the negative, mm-hmm. you see? And mm-hmm. this is... It smells sharp, like... But it's not normal. Well, like something very strange was used to develop the negative. You sure you don't have it in the folder? Maybe. I have never touched the folder. I just look at those who have a folder. We don't have. Right. Check it. We, we don't. Right. Like, I don't think you ever mentioned negatives. I I dump everything out on a on a <laughs> table. No, 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 no. I'm not worried about this guy because I, I'm I'm not. He says, oh, yeah, you have... Oh, no, but that is a film strip. Ah, maybe it is that. Can I sm- examine it? It's from, a, yeah, it's from a movie that's been out, right? So we're not really worried about it. He picks it up and he, he gives it a sniff. He says, yeah, this. This this was not... This film was not developed with, with bromide. In fact, when I look at it, there's some strange shimmer in the, in the, in the celluloid. Very odd. I have never seen this before so, anyway maybe some amateur doing some experiments or something hmm. and he shoves it back in he says well uh, probably nothing I say you seem no you seem to recognize now it, I want so. to smell it <laughs> what was it he says no I, I did not recognize it I, it was that it did not smell right you see uh, you know as a photographer I, I live these, with these chemicals all day long but I smelled something very strange it was clearly in the similar kind of um, composition but uh, using uh, agents that I've never heard of or certainly never used myself. Johannes um, wraps up your thing and gives it back to you and says, well, look, as I said, if you want to me to try and find out about this Hanusen man, I, I will, but you, you, you seem a little um, unconcerned about that. But you, you tell me. I can't turn my back to him. And, and say softly, as softly I can, but probably not soft enough. I just say, uh, well, we do, we need a copy of that picture, though, somewhere. It would be good to have a copy of the inspector, too, so when we show it around. But can we trust this guy? Katorian? Yes, of course we can. He's not going to be sniffing it? I look I, I look at you, and I, and I say, believe me, we can trust him. And he you realize that, that I'm in this photo, too, and you know, it can't be you know, with men in their naked form, and this could be bad for my career. It would be far worse. I don't for know. I think dear. it seems entirely fitting with your career. I mean, guys, you got the amazing, amazing blackmail material, right? <laughs> except, in your except we're in it. Yes, we do. We know, we're aware. We're aware of that. But I mean, you're just there. He's the one on his knees no, with a ball gag like... in his mouth. Yeah, it's not particularly concerning to me. <laughs> no, it's going to fall on. It doesn't matter what you guys do. I'm a young lady trying to make it in the business. I can't be in a picture like that. Having said that, I mean Berlin. I mean, at this time, it's incredibly. Was, yeah, everyone was doing everything. So I don't know. I don't know whether. I mean, but he is a police yeah, inspector. I mean, I guess there's different standards yeah. required. Okay, so 
we could go ask him about it. Yeah, that's a really good move, isn't it? Uh, Inspector Krieg, what do you make of this? <laughs> well, no, you see, that's what yeah. we'd have to make a copy. <laughs> I, I still think a copy is a good idea. I was, that's, I was, what I was, yeah, that's why I wanted to make a copy. So okay, so, so send to his office with a so, note so, saying, "Meet me at this shady so, uh, bar." Do you want him to make a copy or not? Then. All right. Yeah. If we think Katorian can. Yeah, I think we should. If, if, you, if you trust him, I'll. Okay. I'll... You you head out the shop, the Photoshop. What you know, Amory, is that Margot Leon, the rather fetching, very androgynous, iconic cabaret dancer. I don't know if I've uh, shown you all her. Yeah, I did, but I'll show it to you again. She, she's a, a striking-looking woman. You know that she, uh, she can be found at the Silhouette, a, a well-known cross-dressing bar, Geisbergstrasse in Wilmersdorf, not far from the Nuremberger Platz. You all have a little bit of his of track record in cross-dressing. I know that information that it's a cross-dressing bar, but it takes me a few minutes to kind of bring it up to, to, to bridge the subject with the with the group because it didn't go as well for them. <laughs> I say, remember back, uh, you know, a few years ago, when uh, when we we had to investigate that strange stuff. So yeah, there's a cross dressing bar that uh, that uh, Margot uh, sings at, and, and we should probably go there tonight. I could definitely help you guys out again. But I mean, I feel like it wasn't exactly necessary last time. I thought it was very successful. It wasn't. I think it's equally unnecessary this time. Indeed. When in Rome, I feel like it would be. Uh, no. I don't know. Uh, no, appropriate? No, 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 no. They, they, they like, they like when you. It's, it's, it's part of the, the, the scene. As you know, Emery, obviously these, these bars don't open till much later in, in, in the evening. So you do have the rest of the day to follow up on any other leads you might want to do beforehand. So, is there anything else? You well, I'm trying to sell them on the cross dressing because that might take a while. But if they're, if they're not going for it, then uh... yeah, there's also that article. I remember seeing that four years ago. I wonder whatever came of that and why that would be connected. Where might I be? thinking of looking at the actress before the actress perhaps some old friends well i think you would probably need to do you know quite a bit of calling around and trying to connect up with your old pals because you offhand you i mean you wouldn't yep. really know how to get in touch with someone yep. she's on a whole different level to you really uh, <laughs> certainly now but maybe some of your old oh, contacts well it sounds like i'd need to maybe do some work well, to get that well, maybe she's filming something uh, nearby. Usually, the, the variety papers would talk about that. The variety page. Mm. In fact, why don't you why don't you make just make a education role? All right, I'm not very educated, I think, but I had success <laughs> by one. You're like scratching your head, searching your your memory. Maybe memories are a bit mm. fuzzy these days, a bit blurry because of all all the stuff you've been through, and you maybe you would find solace in the darkness of the movie theater over the last few years. And you know that, that Esther Hasi, she hasn't made a movie for, for the last two years. She was pretty prolific during the 20s, but her last movie came out in 1930 and she's not done anything since. That's right. I did, I did remember that when I saw the photo because I remember thinking that she was a bit like me. <laughs> not, not uh, yeah. You know, a, a lot of those silent movie stars, they they faded away, really. Once the talk what what about um, the dancing guy that I know? Of course, I moved all my notes to a different thing. Because there's dancing in movies, right? Maybe he knows somebody. Who would... Sorry, who would know? Yeah, well, who would know maybe if she's around, because if, if he ever... He might have choreographed something, I mean, for all we know. Okay, you can make all a right. dance wrong. I, I take any opportunity to make a dance wrong. 
Did you, did you get to improve your? Chance? I did not. I, I didn't improve anything the you last time. Not. I failed. I succeeded. Oh, I should say did. every single time I tried to. Oh, I remember. That was really annoying. Yeah. Okay. Forty-one. Oh, but you got a seventy, so you're good. You have not heard of any productions in coming up, you know, pending or or, or in the recent times that have had it. I'd say, I say, we could go to the police station. About the photo. Speak to this guy. I can't see. I can't see anything, in, you know, that going wrong in any way. I, I, I feel like that that could uh, put us up as uh, possibly being blackmailers. He'll think we're somehow part of. It. In my experience, in my experience, it's best to keep the uh, the the gun in the holster until you intend to use it. Can I suggest? What if we went there, but didn't show him the photo? Oh, to see if he recognizes us. We'll see how he reacts if he's acting. Okay. We need a pretense. We could report the death in the library, <laughs> in the newspaper. <laughs> Yeah, we could say we have a lead. <laughs> From four years ago. Maybe you have a lead. Maybe you have a lead. Yeah. Based on oh, that's not a bad idea. We could find something in the article and just pretend like it's you our know, information. Feed him false information? Well, not false, but we'll just say Tom something he already knows. But he's probably not going to remember four years, so he'll have to go look up the file. Or we could actually just go back and look at old newspaper articles from that time frame and see if anything came about could... that. I'd, I'd be curious in looking at the newspaper anyways. Is there like a newspaper stand around here? I'm just going to get a newspaper. Yeah, sure. You go and grab a newspaper. You're hoping you'll just find a clue. Ah, another well, clue. Well, no, that's not the reason why I'm, I'm leading towards something. I'm looking for something about the golem. Right, I'm trying to be subtle. Oh, I see. Ah, okay, okay. All right, so you, you go off to the newspaper stand and uh, pick it up. Uh, I tell you what, make a luck okay. roll, um, Anne-Marie. Luck roll. No, you, you spend a bit of time paging through the newspaper, but... By the way, can I make a psychology roll? Yeah, go go for it. Why not? I'd like to make a roll. Yeah, there you go. You you did a hard success, almost an extreme. Do you want to make that an extreme? No, no, no. I'll do with the hard is good enough. I I get the distinct impression that my dancer companion is being a bit evasive, and I'm curious why. Mm, okay, maybe you're watching her page very carefully through the newspaper, almost as if she's looking for something. I am, in fact. Well, with all that being said, I think those are the two leads. I don't have any interest in, in going to the police station and trying to blackmail uh, a police officer. <laughs> that is, so if they're doing that, I'm, I'm going somewhere else. I'm not interested in blackmailing a, the police officer either. I'm not 100% behind this uh, scheme. We have to have a, a solid context or we're not doing this because I definitely don't want to be... I don't want to suddenly be the, uh, the, the police uh, inspector's antagonist. Right, because if he's like us and he doesn't remember this, then he's going to think it's been doctored and we're messing with him. What if we went back okay. to the bookstore? Yeah, maybe he could Right, the bookstore. Book <laughs> well, maybe we could dress up as... Uh, no. <laughs> oh, Alistair Crowley. Maybe, yeah. Well, do, yeah, is he in the phone book? Well, no, the card has got a phone number on it. Oh. It does, does it? <laughs> yeah. Wow, that's too easy. Perhaps use the... It's, it's a calling card. It's a calling card. It's got AA, a phone number. And then on the back says, maybe he can help. Right. Do you think he could help, I say? <laughs> I think so, because he's a medium, right? So he can speak with the dead. But is there going to be dead in this picture? Let's hope not. But let's call him. What do we got to lose? Yeah. I don't think we should tell him about the picture. Why don't we ask him about the missing documents? That seems to be the thing we don't know. We have no information on. Sure. Yeah. Hmm. Okay. So who's going who's gonna to call? Who feels like they can have the best Should, should we go to the Bonobo and uh, the Katorian well, I, I would rather it not be me. Well, then it's gotta be... Ordinarily, I would say like this is a call that I want to make, but to the police commissioner or the police no, no, no. inspector, just... I definitely. It's not to the police. Crowley. 
Crowley. Or Eckhart could call him. He's the uh, smooth one. Well, we need to have a reason, right? Like, what is, what is why are we calling him? That he wants, we, we should maybe tell him that we had some kind of dream or a premonition about this, uh, this uh, article in the paper. Yeah. Why are we going to start telling him lies about a dream? I feel like that's uh Well, what would you rather tell him? That we found a thing on the know. ground and that we're somehow interested in it? And he's going to wonder why. He's a psychic. He's going to get inside your head. We'll call him and say that people are trying to kill us. And someone we think is connected to it dropped this phone number. And, or like someone connected to the situation who seemed to be trying to help drop this phone number. Right. With this note. And we want to meet. Okay, well, we know it was a young... We can't say any more. Like, well, we know it was a young yeah. girl that dropped it, right? So maybe one of the ladies should call, either myself or Sophia, and pretend like we are her. That sounds like that's going to be you. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I just question if we're... <laughs> no, put Safina on the spot. That'd be great. If we're hoping to gain an ally, is deception really the, like, for best opener? Well, we don't know if we can trust him, though. Right, Do all we, we can, can say is that... But what's our aim in speaking to him? All we say is... Uh, that we heard that he might be able to help us and we have a situation and could he meet? That's it. That's it. We don't have to get too much into it. He's, he's into this kind of stuff. He's a medium. He's a sorcerer, a, a mind reader. Uh, and we just don't say who we are. Right. A lady in distress. Okay. Might work. He's like notorious. Right. He's, You've convinced he, me. You should do it. You should in, make the call. In his, uh, in his um, a, a fondness for young ladies. So, uh, oh, is he, I, yeah, I, don't, I don't know if I care to know anything about him. Oh, yeah. But uh, yeah, she'll, she'll be naive. That's fine. <laughs> oh, young ladies, young boys, young young anything really. To be honest. Oh, that's weird. So, uh, yeah, he was he was a bit of a dick actually. <laughs> <laughs> nah. Yeah. Well, I have to see how I'm going to approach this. I am charming. I think that's my best. I have to charm him. Okay, so you go back to the Bonobo and you're holding this this crisp off white card in your hand and you dial up the number to Crowley. I want to call collect. Because well, I want to seem more desperate. <laughs> oh, I see, I see, I see. Interesting. No. All right, so you call through to the operator, and you put through a collect call, and the um, the phone rings and rings and rings. And perhaps you're just about to put the phone down. It's been ringing. It must have rung about seven or eight times. And then you hear a click, and a voice says, Yes? Oh, Mr. Crowley. Mr. Crowley? Is, it, is this Mr. Crowley? Oh, I didn't realize your voice would be so gravelly. I had rather a late night. Oh, really? Well, I, I hate to disturb you, but... Uh, who is this? Who, who are you? Why are you calling? It's, 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 it's Anne-Marie. Anne-Marie. No. I don't recall an Anne-Marie. Well, well I, I guess I'm not surprised. I mean, I, I'm just a... I mean, who am I? You are uh, Alistair Crowley. Right. Well, I, I was told that uh, that you might be able to help me. I have a, a, a bit of a situation. Help you. Help you, yes. There are things that I need to know. Oh, knowledge. Yes. You seek knowledge. I do. I, I seek uh, knowledge from, from one uh, as wise and... Uh, well, one can spend one's whole life seeking knowledge, you know, my dear. Doesn't come cheap. Well, of, of course not. I would do anything. Yes. I mean, you know that, right? Because you know all things. Maybe so. Maybe so. Now tell me, 
Did, did you hear that? I think the phone might be being tapped. Can, can we meet in person? Uh, can we meet? Can we meet in person? I'm not sure yet. I. You sound like a true seeker, but I am sure you need to prove to me. Oh yeah. Yes. Well, I'm just I'm just a showgirl, a, a poor showgirl. You know, I, I I nudge I nudge her and I whisper, keep going with the career angle. Yes, you know. Right, a dancer. Yeah, I I, I dance. I I just you know I I. I like to, to show my body and, and, and be uh, be admired. Uh, you get admired for your for your mind, though, and I, I respect that. Yes, the mind is the most beautiful of the organs, you know. Yes, yes, I've heard that. You have piqued my interest. Uh, meet me at Budoplatz tonight. No, I tell you what. Meet me in an hour for dinner. Oh, I am. I am rather hungry. Where? Oh, a little place called the Babylon Cinema. You must know it. It is on Bulowplatz. Oh, 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 yes. I've heard of it. Meet me there in an hour. And then the phone gets put down. Nice. I give Anna Maria the okay. So he wants to meet at a place called the the Babylon Cinema in an hour. For perhaps my... the rest of us should go there beforehand and yes, find a table nearby. My my thoughts exactly. Okay, are we going to cross dress or? I don't think no. I should for this. Oh, okay. No, we'll go in our clothes and you know. And I look at Safina and I say, "Can I buy you a new coat?" I've been waiting for you to ask. All these years, I haven't watched. And maybe a dress, and maybe a pair of shoes that are more appropriate to the winter. I mean, my shoes, I think, are probably fine. They're 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 covered. They have holes. Scraps. Yeah, they have holes. Lined. I lined them with scraps of leather. They're probably thicker than yours. Maybe, but okay. They're well reinforced. She's got alley. And I know I, I, I can run very well in them, as I demonstrated a little I, while ago. Yes, you did. Suit, suit yourself. Suit yourself. Are we having like a My Fair Lady uh, side plot? <laughs> I've tried that a couple of times. It doesn't work. I know better. I, I know yeah, better I'm than to try again. But. We're going, you know, we're going out to we're going out to uh, dinner at a place that isn't mine. So I'll I'll put on some. I'll have to go change, and I'm going to get my gun. But I guess I'll I'll, I'll meet them there. So I mean, I don't live with you, so unless somebody wants to go with me, do you keep your gun in your garter? Where he's uh, asked to meet you is 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 on the corner of um is in Bulowplatz off Unter den Linden, which actually isn't that far away from the Prussian State Library, which is where that murder happened. Oh, um, so, but um. It, it's um uh i mean you might have to, i mean you, you've only got an hour so you probably don't have time to go to the library as well but maybe later you could if you wanted to follow that up excuse yeah. me mm -hmm. yeah maybe maybe you could go there later if you want to follow that up so you're gonna have to get get ready quickly yeah and and head to the babylon cinema yeah i'll go behind the changing screen again so we can have a conversation while it's so yeah you see my clothes come over thing it's just my legs i'm putting on the stockings are, are they straight in the back? What exactly am I doing? It doesn't do matter. That. That's the visual. That it's, it's, it has to be in this movie. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm all down with beating him, but what was the point of this again? I forget. Oh, if we can help us with the other stuff, right? The question is, do we want to show? What do, how much of this do we want to show him? Well, what is it we're trying to find out? We want to. We, well, we, who's trying to kill us? But we want to know who. What, what's up with Mystery Man? Kink party organizer. 
probably track him down. Try you know, I guess the thing would be to show Crowley the the image and see if he knows anybody in it and if he knows anything about it. Now, and I can let him know that I think it's supernatural because none of us have been there yet, and it happened clearly must happen in the future. But sometimes the truth is the best option. Yeah, I I agree actually. All right, so you're all dressed ready for a night with uh, dinner with Alistair Crowley, the notorious, the, the wickedest man in the world, he was he was referred to at this time. Famous spiritualist, occultist, and mountain climber. And you, you head there to the large movie house called the Babylon Cinema. You're given a little pause as you approach it, given its um, big neon uh, lettering of the words Babylon, Kino Babylon. The five-story building the approach is constructed in one of these rounded modernist styles with a, a mustard yellow stucco exterior. You're there like in half an hour, and so you're you're kind of scoping out this this amazing modernist um, edifice. What what um, what do you want to do? Are you just going to kind of be discreet and hide somewhere, or what? I'd like to try and find a seat near him. Okay, well, I mean, you're just at the entrance to the to the cinema. It does remind you of the... She was supposed to meet him there for dinner, right? Well, yes. So can we also get a table for dinner? Well, there's no tables. It seems a bit odd that he asked you to meet him there. So I guess we'll just kind of Loiter. skulk yeah. about then. We'll look for places that have vantage points and hang out. Is there a cafe across the street? Yeah, let's say there's a cafeteria across the street, neon lit. And you go inside and sit as you, as the cold uh, Berlin night swirls around you. You go across and brush the snow off your shoes and coats, and then go and sit down. You don't see any anything suspicious. There's there's actually no one about. You don't see Crowley either enter or leave the building at any point. But you're keeping your eyes peeled and uh, making sure that there's no. You don't see anyone, uh, any cars nearby parked up with anyone in them. It's it seems perfectly perfectly still and quiet out there so after about another 20 minutes then with according to your plan Anne-Marie you turn up in a taxi and get out pay the taxi driver and you're standing there and snowflakes falling on you um, and the welcoming lights of the cinema in front of you. you you perhaps turn your head and see your friends all sitting in the in the window seat looking at you uh, making sure you're okay I kind of like, you know, do like adjust my stocking and kind of look over and give him like a nod or a wink or something, trying to be like a spy, cause I, you know, and then I kind of get up and I'll, I'll walk towards the cinema. Okay. Still somewhat naive. And as you go in, the, the interior continues the, what is called the Neue Sachlichkeit, the new objectivity, this this new form of, of design that is very unvarnished, undecorative, but made of big, big formal shapes. It continues the motif of the exterior with clean lines and colourful forms in grey, red and yellow. And as you stand around, the cold air blowing in through the doors and sending snowflakes around your feet, coming down from the leaden sky, the doors creak open on the other side. Out comes the man himself, the man known as the Beast Crowley, puffing on a pipe, this notorious man also referred to as, as the beast. There he is. Corpulent, balding, with incredibly intense staring eyes. He's smoking a, a meerschaum pipe, puffing away on it. And he walks forward. He's got you speared on his eyes as he looks at you with intensity. And he says, Ah, you must be that young filly who called. Mr. Crowley, it's so nice to, to meet you. I, I get a little nervous around powerful men. Uh, could you... I'll get on, I'll get on a cigarette. 
He says, hey, let me light that for you, my dear. Ah, ah. Leans forward and lights you. And he oh, puffs away on his pipe a few times. And he says, uh, nice place, eh? As he says, pointing to the extraordinary architecture. Oh, it's 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 beautiful. Uh, I I love the the architecture in Berlin. Uh, you know, I, I've I've been to Babylon. Really? Uh, surely you you surely you mean Iraq? Do Do you believe in other worlds, Mister Crow? Of course I, of course I do. <laughs> well, what, what do you take me for? A, a conventional uh, chap, an accountant, a lawyer, a judge? No, no, no. no. I've seen what is Babylon and walked away. Hmm. Really? Mm-hmm. Uh, you surprise me, young lady. I'm also a dancer. A dancer? <laughs> I was a... Uh, really? Uh, the, the chap who built this, uh, uh, was a he was a theatrical architect. He used to build mm. stage sets, you know. Oh, that's, that's so why interesting. That's why it's so dramatic. You see, the lighting, the forms. Yes. They're meant to evoke emotion, you see, my dear. Oh, yes. I am feeling a little weak in the knees. Hmm. I know him. Uh, he's been consulting with me about a, a recent film project that he's been involved in. Yes, yes. But enough chit-chat, eh? Let's get down to business. Uh, I believe you promised to buy me dinner. Oh, yes, of course. Well, one has to pay one's way. As I said, there's always a price. Yes, yes, there is. I look around, is there a place to, to eat? <laughs> it's like a food stand. <laughs> he says, um, no, but I know that I know a really good place not too far away from here, the uh, Gormania Palat. Oh. Let's go there, let's go there. A, uh, Have you heard of the Bonobo? The Bonobo? Good the God, fish no. there is amazing. Good God, no. No, 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 I insist, I insist. I insist we go to the Palast. Oh, okay. Yes. You you obviously know so much about the city. I'll I'll pay the cab fare. Oh. How kind of you. Well, shall we not walk? Oh, you want to walk in this weather? Good god. Ah. Well, maybe for your for your age maybe, but uh, no. I'm afraid I uh, I'm not quite up to it anymore. Oh. He's just tap patting his rather rotund stomach. Oh, oh, oh. Okay. I didn't, I didn't, uh, you know, I, I thought you were maybe 35. Yes, yes. Yes. Now, shall we go? Sure. Let's... crooks his arm, waiting mm-hmm. for you to hold it. Yep, I take it. And he escorts you out to the front of the building. Now, the rest of you are watching this transpire. You see this striking-looking middle-aged towards elderly man escorting Anne-Marie out of the building on his arm, and he's holding his other arm up, trying to hail a cab. Yeah, we, we pay our bills. Yeah, we're getting them. Exactly. Intercepting him. I tell Eckhart, I said, you've probably always wanted me to say what I'm going to say. Carly escorts you into the... Uh, opens the, do- the door for you, of course, Amory, and uh, ushers you into the cab, and you, you sit in the back. When I get in, just to... Uh, as, as we open the door, I just, I just say... Um, I look up at the sky, and I just say very loudly, I'm really looking forward to this, Mr. Carly. I've never been to the... Uh, I forget the name of the restaurant. Palace. Palace. <laughs> I, I say it really loud, hoping that they'll hear it, and then I get in. I'll, listen, I'm a young girl in the city. I know how to make charms. Did any of us hear it? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. Daniel's a woo girl. So, so we, the cab sets off, and, and with the rest of you following in, in uh, Eckhart driving, uh, Katorian's BMW. And oh, have you upgraded? 
since probably to the bigger model since everyone always wants to ride in my car Mercedes. Yeah. so on the way the, the drive takes you through the tear garden with its leafless trees and dead frost flecked lawns and he says it's, it's not too far now now tell me my dear you said you were a dancer stage screen private uh, private performances Oh, I, I, I just I just finished a tour with the Rockettes in, in New York. Have you heard of them? Oh, yes, I, I believe I have. Uh, it's not to my taste, of course. I, I prefer okay. more esoteric forms, you see. Oh, well, after my uh, close call, shall we say, with the Queen of Babylon, I needed to leave Berlin for a while. Mm -hmm. You know, you know how it is. These things can be draining. You seem very young and very unworldly, and yet at the same time, you, you talk about things that have deep resonance yes yes i've heard that before oh yes maybe there's more to you than meets the eye he says with a little wink oh maybe uh sorry I, I, how are the taxis could the cab driver hear us if we're talking or is, is it like divided i'm not sure what they would i like guess it would probably not be divided back then it would okay i think that i'm having another um encounter which shall we say the supernatural and i thought that you could help but I think we'll we'll oh. maybe do it somewhere more private, uh, maybe at the restaurant. Oh, I see. This is very interesting. I I was going to have uh, mindless small talk and chit chat with you, but you, you don't seem like that is uh, what 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 you're interested in. I I appreciate that. You want to dig deep. Last night I swam in the frozen waters of the canal. Good God! I'm surprised you're. You didn't catch a death of cold. Yes. Death is in the air. Yeah. But so is life. New <laughs> life that comes in the spring. But first we must make it through the winter. Yes. Have you ever thought about joining uh, an occult organization, my dear? I have, actually. Yeah, the fraternities to turn What? Oh, good God, those bunch of idiots. You don't want to be doing anything with them. No, 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 no. No, no, no yeah. No, absolute charlatans. A lot of them don't know what they're talking about. They, yes, absolute and, and, it, and if you recall, you, you probably don't, but the bookseller, I can't remember his name. What was Gregor. His name? Gregor. Gregor Gregor. Uh, he, he actually told you that, that Alistair Crowley was like banned from that organization or kicked out. Yeah, that's why I remember there was a connection there. That's why I remember. Yeah, yeah. And he goes, no, 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 no. Argenta uh, 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 Astrum. My organization. That's, that's, yeah. that's what I'm referring to. Not, not that, those bunch of nincompoops. Oh, no, no. You, you have a much nicer calling card. And, and I show him the card. I kind of pull it out of the envelope. So he knows I have an envelope. I kind of show it a little bit, you know, and I pull the card out. I just show him the card and I put the envelope back in my purse. He says, where did you get that from, my dear? I, I, I would remember a beautiful young lady like yourself. I was standing in a crowded park, bodies pushing and pressing, loud noises, screams. And the next thing I know, I was swimming in the canal and I had this. Hmm, it's mysterious. Mm. But anyway, we're here now. He says, and you, you pull up outside Gourmania Palace, and you can see that it's located inside a, a long, low, sleekly modern building that runs along the northern side of the Budapeststrasse. The spire of the very famous Kaiser Wilhelm Memorial Church can be seen stretching towards the heavens, above the roof of the Romanisches Café, just to the west. And maybe behind you, Eckhart and Safina and Katorian, you remember though that summer ten years ago when you when your adventures started in that very cafe. 
Oh, <laughs> where we where we, where we got in the fight with the Nazis, the Nazis. and, yes. and we met and we met Marlena Einstein and and Marlena Dietrich. Exactly, yes. exactly. So you you get out the cab, Amory with, with with Crowley, who you notice doesn't leave a tip. He just pays the fare, and and he's like digging around for coins because to get the exact amount. He's clearly not a man of means, even though he perhaps pretends to be more than he is. Yeah, uh, I, I make sure that I'm that I obviously don't look. Like I kind of see it, and I look away on purpose, so that way, if he's, I don't want him to see me seeing him. Mm, mm. And it's a massive relief to get inside inside the building because it's uh, it's very warm and it's warm inside. And as you go in, the interior is a grand three-story space lit by a ceiling of skylights arranged in geometric patterns. It's so warm inside that that there, the dining area is is alive with potted tropical plants, which makes a, a wonderful contrast to the to the cold, dead world of the tear garden outside. And at that point, the rest of you all p- p- have pulled up as well. So what do you want to do as you see Anne-Marie and Alistair Crowley go into this into this restaurant? Mm, well, I could eat. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. We could either try and find a table nearby or we could just go and sit down with them. Not with them, right? Like, yeah, no. I mean, I don't know. We don't know how it's going, so... We'll right. sit down and also get a table. Yeah, let's do that. I'll tip the maitre d' to give us a, 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 a table kind of close. But not too close. Okay, so you you head in. You can make a luck roll, uh, make a group luck roll. So so who's got the lowest luck out of apart from Anne Marie? Out of the rest I've got fifty one. I think that's I you. I have fifty one uh, also. Fifty five. Okay, well, Safina, why don't you make the roll? Then? Safina should also roll to see if they serve meatballs at this place. That's true. That's true. I'm sure they serve meatballs. I'll also take like you know pot roast, anything ground meat. You've got all these weird character themes. You've got meatballs, the coat, cats, and a and a rake. That's your. I mean, I'm a vagrant. <laughs> do you do you carry the rake? It's a folding rake, a travel rake. Fine, I won't have the rake with me. Okay, so yeah, you. She just props I mean, it up outside. You, I mean, if you show up with the rake and you order something that's not on the menu, they're gonna think you're a celebrity. <laughs> so so there's a choice of tables do you want to be as close as you can so you can hear them or do you want to be a little bit more discreet i think as close as we can he's not this guy is oblivious i think really because we followed them from the last place he might notice that same he didn't see people. us though and he's i think a bit blinded by uh, amory's beauty i would like to be close but i'm okay. happy to defer to the others. very well very well okay so, so you you sit down nearby when I come in, by the way, because it's very hot, and you know, I undo my long jacket that I've been wearing, and I and I kind of say, "Oh, could you help me, uh, Mr. Carly?" And uh, I kind of slip it off, and I've got this like real, fur, like amazingly, like I, they had to pour me into a dress on, you know, right down my whole body, real low cut, even though I'm not super busty, but very, you know, I went full. I have a 95 appearance. I'm full on, as good as I can be. He says, "Oh, what a fetching outfit you have there, my dear." Oh, thank you. Uh, and, and he's desperately trying to just keep his eyes up in your in your facial area. <laughs> I'm desperately trying to not allow him to put his eyes up. He says, "Please sit down. Please sit down before you uh, before one of us passes out." <laughs> he is just such a creep, <laughs> and he's worrying how good, how good I can do do a, a 50, sixty year old pervert basically. <laughs> right. So you sit down, and then and dinner dinner proceeds now. So sitting down, he uh, he he orders the uh, he asks for the wine list to be brought over. And he's uh, reading through it, uh, and he says, "Now, tell me about these strange events. You said that you were you had a 
inexplicable experience, perhaps one that might have opened up, uh, I don't know, a channel to the other world. Is that what you're saying, my dear? Yeah, I kind of lean forward on the team. I, got the, I lean forward a little bit with a little cleave Jackson, and I, I say, uh, yes. And when I open this envelope, there is a photo in here that I, I cannot explain. It's something I know has never happened. It's uh, it makes me shiver a little bit to think of the connection to the other world. And then I kind of like take it out upside down. And I slide it over to him, and I and I, let, I wait so like like I let him kind of put his hand to touch it, so it touches my hand a little bit, and then I, I let go of it. He's got a little bit beetroot colored at this point. <laughs> I'll try not to kill him before I get the information. And he takes a <laughs> takes a big swig of of the uh, of the claret that he ordered. Right. Oh, so you're saying this photograph you were you do not know when it was taken? Yes. It hasn't been taken yet. Interesting. Mm. And he holds it up, and then his eyes slightly widen, and he says, "Goodness me, this is this is Hannison's place." I'm quite sure of it. Yes. Yes. I mean, he's there. And then he stabs down with his finger at the man that you didn't know, uh, who, who who was recognised in the uh, in the photography shop. And he says, "Yes, yes, Hannison. This man here. I don't. I don't know Hannison or these people." And I point at the the, the police chief guy because I actually don't really know him. I mean, I probably know who he is. Mm. So I'm not really lying. Well, I. I can introduce you. He's he's holding a seance this week. Well, I hope that, you know, I mean, I I, I, I act a little shy, so I hope none of this is involved. And I kind of cover the naked man, you know. Well, I, you know, people like to entertain, entertain themselves. But no, we go to explore the, uh, the darker side of reality, my dear, as you know. No, if you wish to attend, I, I, I can arrange it. My treat. I, I will send you an invitation. How about that? Should I wear this outfit? Or am I tempting <laughs> fate? I, I'm sure you would look wonderful whatever you're wearing, my dear. <laughs> I mean, I mean, you're, you're barely, you barely managed to get into that. I, I, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh no, oh no, there's, there's, there's a very well-placed zipper. <laughs> so then I'm gonna, I'm gonna like open my eyes really wide, and just kind of like stare at the rest of the group at the other table. Oh God! <laughs> I'm, gonna go, I'm gonna go. Mr. Crowley. <laughs> and there is certainly a look of, of exasperated, oh my god, she's dragged us into shit again. And he looks over and he goes, my god, that's the rest of the people in the photo. This is incredible. Perhaps we all need to go there. I agree. <laughs> and I think that's where we end. Oh my god, that was, that was amazing. Nice. Frühling kommt der Sterling Pieps, Duft aus Blütenkelchen, Winnen einen Mann verliebt. It's thank you time again. So first of all, thank you as usual to Sirenscape for providing the amazing sound beds, sound effects and music for the podcast. We can't do this without you especially the way we want to put this podcast together your amazing sound engineers just produce the most perfect ambience and audio effects for podcasting so for those of you that don't know sirenscape go and check them out their sound sets aren't just useful for podcasts they're great to use at the table two particular sets that i use all the time are the master of nile 
which I think now is completely done, all seven chapters, and the Two-Headed Serpent, which I think they've just released the Calcutta one, so kudos to Sirenscape. Also, of course, this podcast, it would exist, but it wouldn't have the same joy and energy it does have if it wasn't for the Patreon backers. I love you all. I thank you all. You make my day, my month, my year, and at whatever level you're backing, I'm just so, so grateful, and thank you for helping us keep going. And this week, we have another backer to thank, Nathan Hughes. Thank you so much, Nathan. Nathan joined at the Grizzly patron level, and that gives him early access to episodes. We have two other levels, which are both fairly popular. At the $5 level, we have the Grizzled patron level, which gives you access to exclusive episodes that you can't hear anywhere else. And so far, we have done... Miss Jews, uh, which we did actually open up to the general listening public after after a while, but um, the one that's there hidden behind the paywall is Ladybug, Ladybug, and we have a load of great stuff coming for that level. Also, at the $20 level, if you really are a mega fan, <laughs> you get to actually participate in some of our games, and we have actually already run the first game for the Grizzly Peak the peakers who are who are coming in at that level and my my uh, audio just peaked there just to just to give it a bit of extra authenticity and we've been playing the fairly much maligned black devil mountain which we're trying to trying to pull some diamond out of the dirt for that but um but yeah it's been it was it was great fun and we'll be playing a few more and there'll be many more games in the future i hope for those that come in at the peak so thank you all no matter what level you back at we are intensely grateful